pretty quickly, we begin to feel cohesive, like, like we're in this, we are together, we are a team. And that cohesion begins to pretty quickly turn into commitment and commitment, certainly to our leader. We've made that commitment, commitment to each other and doing what we need to do to help each other. And I really know that we're there when the team starts saying things like, we're really committed to doing whatever it takes. And so the team is committed now and only now do you have the mindset, the culture that has been created in this organization or team or project that allows for innovation and creativity to emerge. Welcome, trust builders. I'm Sue Dyer, and this is Lead with Trust, where we explore how leaders can build their business on a foundation of trust and reap the rewards of becoming the top performer in their market. Leaders that understand how to use and leverage trust are uniquely positioned to disrupt their industry and dominate their market. Distrust of businesses and business leaders is at an all-time high. Trusted businesses must have trusted leaders, and your team, your customers, and your vendors are waiting for you to step up and elevate the level of trust in your business. My hope is that this podcast can help you start your trusted leader journey. Hey, today I am going to do a solo episode, and I'm going to start this episode by asking you a question. What makes someone a leader? I know we see in the news, we see on television, we see in social media about some people that are, you know, maybe a little crazy out there and leading some efforts that maybe are questionable, but just fundamentally, what is it that makes someone a leader? You know, most people, when I ask them this question, they say things like, well, you know, the leader is someone who is in charge. They have authority. They have the authority to make decisions. They're the visionary. They're the person that I answer to. They sign the checks. We like that. And maybe they're the person who was elected to a position by a board, maybe by a government. Uh, The leader is the person that I call boss. And so I'm here today to challenge you a little bit in this definition of a leader, because to me, a leader is by definition, someone who has followers and following is 100% voluntary. So to be a leader You must have followers and people have to trust you enough to follow you. That is what makes someone a leader. And yeah, there's lots of leaders out there that call themselves leader, but in my definition, they really would not be leaders because the people who are working with them are just going along with what they're being told to do. And when you work in a very fast-growing organization or team 
or business, you cannot afford to have people just go along. You are moving too fast. There's too much that changes every day that you have to build your whole organization on a foundation of trust so that you can have the level of communication and coordination that's required when you're moving so quickly. New people are coming, things are changing, you're trying to deliver certain things in a specific amount of time within a specific amount of budget. So a leader is someone who has followers. Now, one day, about 20 years ago now, I was sitting in my office on a rainy day looking out the window, and I was thinking about my clients who were really having some tremendous growing pains. And I thought, what would I do if I could just wave a magic wand and make these growing pains better, hopefully go away? And I thought, well, I would really work towards creating a culture of trust where the leader knows that their number one thing they do, the most important thing they do is to create an atmosphere of trust. And so I, from there, began to create what I call a leadership continuum. And on one end of the continuum, you have a feared leader, a leader that leads by fear. And I still encounter that a lot, and especially when you're stressed and you're going through growing pains. It's very easy to fall into that. But I'm going to also walk you through what happens if that occurs. And on the other side of the continuum, of course, is the trusted leader. So let me walk you through the two scenarios that happen on these different ends of the poles. So let's start with the feared leader. So if I'm working in a job and, you know, I've been hired here and I've been hired because I have a certain level of expertise and know-how and experience, and I think I'm pretty good at what I do. So I'm really happy to have this job, just starting it. And I'm not there more than five or 10 minutes when I realize that, hmm, in this job, I better do what I'm told because it's very clear that if you don't do what you're told, punishment will be involved. And I don't want to get punished. I've got a mortgage. I've got a spouse and I've got kids. And uh, some of them are in college and some of them have braces. So I like my job. So I'm going to do what I'm told. But inside, just even a little bit, I feel like, you know, I know what I'm doing and what I'm being told to do just, I don't think is really the best way. It may even not even be a smart thing to do, but I'm going to do it. But I feel as though I'm kind of being forced to do something in a way I wouldn't really choose to do it. So to some extent, sometimes it's a little, sometimes it's a great amount. I feel like I'm being coerced. And so I begin to treat the other people who work for me, telling them what they're supposed to do, because that's the norm. That's how it works here. Everyone is coercing everyone else into doing 
what it is they want them to do. Now that settles in pretty quickly to where everyone just starts going along. They start complying. You tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. You tell me how much I'll do that. You tell me not to do something. I'll do that. I'm just going to do whatever I'm told. And so I'm just waiting for my orders. And then I take my orders and I execute on my orders. Teams like this and business leaders will tell me, you know, we don't have, we don't have good communication. Um, I find all these problems all the time. And my people, they just don't do what they're supposed to do. I just can't understand it. You know, we have meetings, nobody talks. And then I find out there's some big problem. Well, teams like this will tell me, yeah, we don't really need meetings because there's nothing to talk about. Nobody is going to talk up in a meeting and tell somebody something different from what they've been told to do. Nobody is going to bring up an idea. Nobody's certainly going to bring up a problem because punishment will be involved. So teams like this, their communication becomes very stifled. You will find sometimes you'll have underground communication, and it's usually a bunch of griping. Uh, so it, it doesn't really help anybody. It sort of puts uh, fuel on the fire, so to speak. I hope you're enjoying the show. Sorry to interrupt. But if you're looking to improve any area of your life, One of the first things you'll want to do is to figure out where you are today and where the gaps are, and then really get clear on where you want to go. Visionary leaders need clarity, like human beings need oxygen. It's essential. That's why my team and I put together a great starting point for you on your trusted leader journey. It's called the Trusted Leader Profile, and it will allow you to take charge of the atmosphere in your business by helping you understand your trusted leader style and how you can elevate the level of trust in your business. With understanding, you can make better choices and grow the level of trust and your results. For being a listener to the show, it's 100% complimentary for you to access the profile. All you have to do is go to www.sudico.com slash profile. And Sudico is S-U-D-Y-C-O. Again, that's www.sudico.com slash profile. I really believe that the profile will help you understand the norms you bring to your business and unlock the next level of leadership for you. So the next thing that happens is that every single organization, team, business, especially if you have growing pains, you're going you're gonna to encounter some big problem. There's going to be a big challenge that comes up and you don't know when it's going to happen. You just know it's going to happen. And the team who you've assembled as the leader, they see the problem. They understand the problem they could probably create 10 ways to solve that problem. But because the team is so rigid, no one steps up, no one talks about it, nobody brings it up, 
Nobody works to create a solution. They're just frozen. They're rigid. And so, of course, this leads to the failure of whatever the challenge is, but I have also seen it wipe out the entire business, the entire team, the entire project. It just fails. And I have seen this over and over and over again. And even when I talk to some leaders and I say, well, you know, is fear really working for you? They believe it is. They believe that their people won't do what they want them to do unless they have a punishment mentality. And I'm here to tell you that that is a way to kill your business, particularly if you have growing pains and you are growing rapidly or things are changing quickly. I've seen it literally thousands of times. So I really believe that we need to move along the continuum towards the primary role of a leader is to create a high trust environment, a culture of trust. And so I have the same spouse, the same kids, there one's in college, one needs braces, and I have the same mortgage. And I just got hired on to a new business. And in this business, I met the leader and some of the team around him. And I thought, you know, I kind of feel like I could trust this person. This feels really good. And so I feel as though I am choosing to be a part of this. I am here by choice. This feels good. And so does everyone else. Everyone else feels like they're choosing to be a part of this. They're choosing to follow. They're choosing to, you know, at least give it a chance. Maybe I don't feel wholly trusting, but I feel like I, this person's trustworthy and I feel like I could trust. So what happens pretty quickly amongst all the people that you're working with, whether you're on a team or you're working on an initiative or within a department or unit, pretty, pretty quickly, we begin to feel cohesive, like, like we're in this, we are together, we are a team. And that cohesion begins to pretty quickly turn into commitment and commitment, certainly to our leader. We've made that commitment, commitment to each other and doing what we need to do to help each other. And I really know that we're there when the team starts saying things like, we're really committed to doing whatever it takes. And so the team is committed. Now, and only now, do you have the mindset, the culture that has been created in this organization or team or project that allows for innovation and creativity to emerge. It's an impossibility before this type of culture exists. But now this team is talking and looking at each problem and trying to come up with ways to resolve it in coming up with ideas to improve it. And so they do create things. They create things that never have been done before. They do things faster. They do things better. They do extraordinary things. And that leads to the improvement 
of the entire business, the team, the individuals, everyone grows, the organization grows. And even though you may be high growth and you have a lot of change happening, you will grow even more because your people are are unleashed in their creative methodologies to help you grow. And you will not get the level of chaos that most high growth companies have. Trust will be a foundation that will create a set of norms that will foster innovation and creativity. So I really believe that this trusted leader model is essential if you want to grow. And if you are growing, then you better embed it. And it will lead to really a journey, an extraordinary journey uh, and different outcomes that you cannot possibly imagine. Uh, I also, from this uh, continuum, developed five leadership styles along the continuum. So starting with feared leader, that's the farthest to the uh, left on the continuum. And next to that, not quite as intrinsic and fear-driven is the boss, which is another style. And in the middle is the uh, manager, the manager that is very capable. They're a very capable manager. They do a good job, but maybe not quite meet expectations. And next to that, right next to the trusted leader is the good leader. And the good leader is someone who is got a lot of the attributes of being the trusted leader, but not quite to the point where they are really the trusted leader. And finally, of course, the fifth style is the trusted leader. And if you would like to know where you and maybe your team members fall along this leadership continuum, I have created an assessment that is free for you to take. And when you take this assessment, you are going to be able to find out what your trust level is. And there's 15 levels along the continuum. And one is at the feared level level and trusted leader is at the 15. And so in each style has three levels. So you will get a number. What's your level? The other thing you're going to get is two graphs and uh, really profiles. So the first profile that you get is your primary style. And in your primary style, it is going to show you what is your normal way of leading. And these are really the norms you're creating in your business. The secondary style which is your perceived style of leading, you are going to see how you perceive your leading in your business. If there's a significant difference in the style, then you probably have some work to do to get that reconciled. In the instrument, you will also see there's 14 parameters and you can see, particularly in your primary style, you want to check out that, where do you fall along the continuum on those 14 parameters? And then there's some other exercises and things for you to do to use this as a measuring tool. So as you start your trusted leader journey, you can take this instrument maybe every 90 days and measure did I move along? Where did I move along? 
Now, I think about this instrument as kind of a snapshot in time. It's also can be quite situationally focused and based. So you could have one level of trust when you're in one situation and another in another situation. So you can focus it if you want. It's a great team exercise to do it because I always think of trust as like a team sport because trust doesn't exist by itself. It exists between people. And so you could look at that and look at and maybe have more empathy for other people, but also as a team, look at that sport. The goal is to get there to the trusted leader component. So uh, I think it's a great exercise for that as well. So I hope that everyone will go to sudico.com slash profile, S-U-D-Y-C-O slash profile. And it's free there for you to take and use. And if you have any questions or feedback, just let me know. And uh, I'll be happy to help you make sure that you're interpreting it in a way that's meaningful for you. That's all for this week. I hope everyone has a great week on your trusted leader journey. Thank you. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Lead with Trust. And that wherever you're listening to this podcast, you will subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, send it to someone who you think can really use this message that you got today. And also, please leave us a review. You know, your honest review, wherever you listen to your podcasts would be much appreciated. And of course, the more reviews we get, the better they are, the better for the podcast. I'm truly on a mission to get more and more people to understand that trust is the essential element. So I hope you'll be part of that. You know, this show really exists to help you leaders to build your business on a foundation of trust so that you can reap the rewards of becoming that top performer in your market. I see over and over where no one can possibly reach the levels of those people that understand how to build a high trust culture in their business. Now today, if you're really curious about starting your trusted leader journey, you can get started right away if you just take the free trusted leader profile and you can learn where you fall along the trusted leader continuum. And this really can unlock your confidence on where you are and what you need to do. It's very specific on what you can do gives you a snapshot of your leadership style. So if you want to take that, just go to www.sudyco.com and then forward slash profile, and you will get immediate access to the trusted leader profile. Once again, that is www.sudyco.com forward slash profile. All right, that's a wrap. I just can't wait to hang out with you again on our next episode.